brown beauties. Welcome to Well Honestly, the podcast. I'm Andretta. And I'm Akila, And we're your hosts. Well, honestly, what is this podcast all about? Our show is about women doing better tomorrow than they are doing today. So we can take control of our health. We give you real talk and educate you on all things related to health, mental wellness, and nutrition for brown women all over the world. Once you know what choices you have, you can do better because we know the struggle is real. We invite you to come as you are, but leave inspired to become your best healthy self. So let's get started. Hey, 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 Keela. Hello, hello. How are you? I love it when she calls me Andretta instead of mom. But then somewhere in the middle of the episode, I become mom. So she she confused, she's confused too. She flips back and forth. Sometimes I'm Andretta, sometimes. So right now I'm Andretta. How are you, Akila? I am good, Ma. How are you? (laughs) See, see, now Ma. (laughs) (laughs) Just confuse the audience, okay? Uh, (laughs) Most people uh, know that we are... Andretta is a joke to me. I, I, I get tickled because I grew up where you don't call your mother by her first name. And I remember when I started doing it, you were just so taken aback that it became funny. So now... (laughs) Well, you know, uh, in our culture, we don't play that. (laughs) It's a term of endearment. Your first name is a term We don't play that calling your mom by her first name, you know, but you know, I was listening to... uh, I was watching some YouTube video where this reporter came on to address the White House uh, corpse. I mean, I she saw was that. depressed. I you saw, saw that? that? Yeah. And she checked viral. everybody. She checked everybody in the whole room because when very, nobody said hello. Listen, very black woman of her. She said, uh, um, uh, good afternoon. <laughs> and we all knew what that meant. Like, right. say hello. <laughs> hello. Right. That was an auntie check right she there. She's going to learn them today, honey. That whole, <laughs> that whole cabinet is going to learn them They're going to learn when she come in front of the mic. I think she taught them because it went viral. <laughs> it did. It did. But all the blacks knew. We all knew. Like, yeah, we all knew. What, what we knew what was up. <laughs> say hello. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Greet me first. Right. <laughs> So anyway, how are things out there in uh, Texas? Everything is good. I can't complain. Um, uh, career-wise, we just went back into the office for the first time. And it's very interesting to see people. Well, my my company, they don't play when it comes to um, safety protocols. Um, and believe it or not, even though they don't believe in masks out here, not everyone is on that same wave. So there are a lot of people who do take precautions. Um so I went back into the office today and it's just funny watching people and, and most everybody in my office have gotten vaccinated. So, um, it's just, how do you feel about been, that? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> like I truly don't care. Like it's one of those things where when the conversation comes up, I just let people talk. I don't have an opinion. What well, I have an opinion, but I don't voice my, you know, opinion. what's so funny now, um, uh, <laughs> it is becoming uh, a social, um, etiquette thing in terms of who's vax and who's not vax. I see so many arguments on Facebook uh, with people going back and forth with each other. The the vax versus the ones who have not gotten vaxxed mm-hmm. and the opinions and, and the, but you know what gets me the most is the rudeness. Uh, it, people are just rude uh, to the ones, it's like the ones who have gotten vaxxed uh, I don't know which one is the rude. I don't even know which I, one is I, the I'll most rude. I know who's rude. 
It's it's you <laughs> anti-vaxxers. That's it's the, you, you it's, guys it's, are rude. Did you say you anti-vaxxers? <laughs> yes, because you're part of that group. Y'all okay. are rude. Y'all are rude. Because what happens is that, and I was just looking at a uh, back and forth today, actually, on Instagram this morning, where, it, and it was a good, it was a very educated back and forth between a doctor and a guy who, we'll say a Dr. Sebi, a Dr. Sebi son type of person, where he's just like, nah, nah, you got to, you got to come harder with the, with the selling of this vaccine. So, um, at one point, the Dr. Sabi's son got, got aggressive, (laughs) (laughs) but he more so got passionate. We'll call it passion more so than aggression. And then the doctor started to match that energy, but he kicked it off just straight out. Like, nah, I'm not going. So, you know, I, I find that the anti-vaccine people get, uh, more aggressive. I think we just need to have respect for each other, it goes yeah. back to respect. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we have the anti-vax people have to respect the vax people because we know they're going to defend themselves because they already got vax. So if I had already got vax, I would defend myself to the hilt too because I want to make sure I feel like I did the right thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we get that. Uh, and it, listen, you do, do you, boo. That's what we say. <laughs> <laughs> really, do honestly. you, boo. And we're going to do bottom line. Yes. And uh, we're not going to. And hopefully we just pray that whatever the outcome is, it is the best for everyone out there. I want people to relax. It's okay. (laughs) It's okay either way. Honestly, (laughs) people got to do what works for them. Yeah. So so on that note, I am so excited. This young lady that we're going to talk to today is someone I started speaking to back in. I just went back and looked at my records. She and I started talking about this podcast before there was even a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I had told her, I said, when I do a podcast, I want to interview you because I admired what she was doing to the world. And it's so funny because here we are today with her on, but the world discovered her. She's been everywhere. Lately, I think we just saw her on Fox television. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is blowing up. I'm Very calling interesting story. Oh, her story is just oh, it's awesome. I mean, yeah. she is um, I called her this morning, called her Robin Hood. Uh, I'm gonna call her Robinette Hood. Uh, she said she's getting all kind of little <laughs> because what she's doing is going into the food desert mm-hmm. of the areas that are of under... The hood, of yes, because yes. that's what it is. It is what it is. And she's going in there and she's trying to change the narrative of how mm-hmm. they eat. Mm-hmm. You know, when you first walk into a grocery store, what is the first thing you see in a grocery store? Flaming Hots? <laughs> Come on, y'all know we see Flaming Hots. First thing you see is some Flaming Hots, some Now Laters, some... Uh, uh, well, in the corner store, you see that first. Well, I'm talking to little For community sure. grocery stores because For the sure. big stores uh, are not in the communities. Right. Only those little community stores. And we see Lay's potato chips. We see all the stuff that we know is going to affect our health, not in a good way. Mm-hmm. So what Stacy Miner is who we're going to interview. We're going to chat with her. We're going to find out more and more about what she's doing in the community when we come right back after a word from our sponsor. Are you tired of being tired? Are you aching, have pain in unexplained places? At the root of all diseases like diabetes and high blood pressure and many more is chronic inflammation. 
are 10 wildcrafted organic hand-picked herbs in the Be Well anti-inflammation tea that will help calm those flames. Go to brownwomenwellness.com and get 15% off by putting in the code WELLHONEST15. All right, we're back. We're back. Um, Okay. So now let me, I'm going to go over here and I'm going to give you guys a little bio on her. Yeah, let's Uh, introduce Stacey. Well, wait, 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 wait. We're forgetting, we're forgetting something. Oh, well, we got what we're forgetting, what we're loving this week. (laughs) Ah, we got so excited. I know. We got so excited to introduce Stacey. We forgot to, look, we got to follow our little format. So what are you (laughs) loving this week then, Andretta? Okay, okay, okay. Now look. Look at this, you guys. Okay. If I'm whispering, it's because I feel like I need to whisper. Because if you Google Dr. Joseph Mercola, you may or may not get anything because the (laughs) internet has shut him down. Oh, really? Yes. You can't find him on no social media outlets. Let me tell you who Dr. Joseph Mercola is. He's an American alternative medicine osteopathic physician. On the internet, they call him internet business person. I thought that was interesting. (laughs) I said, I never heard that term before, but this is what the internet called him. If you Google him, that's what you'll see. And they say he markets dietary supplements and medical devices. And they say some of them are controversial. But let me tell you something. It's far from the truth. He was shut down because he's a risk taker, risk taker. He's a doctor who's been giving strategies on fighting and beating the dreadful dragon. You know what I'm talking about, the virus. He offers many hacks on how to keep your immune system strong. He offers immune system fighting products. Some of those we talk about a lot on these episodes. Y'all done heard us say it so many times. I know y'all probably tired of hearing us say it, but he offers products like vitamin D, C, zinc. And then he added a new one called Cursetin because what I found out reading his website is that it boosts all of those other vitamins a hundredfold. So he is fascinated, but here's what he offers the most. And we're going to put the link in our show notes for you guys. He offers a COVID strategy guide. Now, why I say it like that? Because in that guide, he offers a treatment. And let me tell you something. This treatment, if the doctors had this treatment or were using this treatment, instead of putting everybody on those ventilators, we could have saved thousands of people. So this treatment is by a Dr. David Brownston. He has a clinic right outside Detroit. He has already successfully treated hundreds of patients by intervening this uh, uh, this 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 COVID nineteen. I didn't want to say the word, but I said it because I don't want to shut us down because they'd be looking for those little tag words, and I try not to say the word very often. But you know what I'm talking about. He's treating these upper respiratory infections by nebulizing them with hydrogen peroxide. That's what I said. You know, that stuff that we all use, we all got hydrogen. Somebody, everybody I know got that in their, uh, 
if you look, you can find it everywhere. Peroxide is in the bottom of your cabinet. You know it's there. We know it's there, right? So if you look in there, you'll find it. I just lost all of my notes. Anyway, if you go in there and if you look at his uh, uh, website, he has that treatment in there. And I'm going to tell you something. Please, please go to the web, go to the link because you may save somebody's life because the, there is the another what's, way what's the to name treat of the link? It's, it's um, Mercola, M-E-R-C-O-L-A dot com. Dot com forward slash combat c-o-m-b-a-t uh hyphenated covid c-o-v-i-d dot h-t-m i'm gonna repeat it w just you know what go to www.mercola.com and then uh, you'll go in there you'll find a lot of you'll find his strategy it'll say it in there there's a link to it though it's called the covid strategy guide find it Share it with your friends and your family, please. Okay? It's fascinating. All right. So that's what we're loving this week. So now we can talk normal. <laughs> and we're back. And we are going to talk to Stacy Minor. Let me tell you a little bit. Keela, you want to give them a little bit of background on Stacy? Stacy, it's it's fascinating. First of all, it's International Women's Month. I believe that's what it's called. But we celebrate women all the time here, no matter if it's March, April, May, or June. So <laughs> I know that's right. Uh, okay, so <laughs> let's introduce Stacy because her story is interesting, and I really, really, really want us to give her her flowers. Um, so Stacy was one of the first African American women to work for the food company Monsanto in the plant-based biotechnology department. If I, am I saying this right, Stacy? Yes. Yes. Okay. Listen, I let's get it right. I want to get it right. Um, okay. So what she's doing is she's taking her knowledge and she's using that to feed um, Chicago's most neediest communities. And really, honestly, it's the hood. It's where we all grew up and we know how these food deserts work. So she's taking her knowledge and her resources and she's, she's giving back to her community. Um, also, Stacy founded Sweet Potato Patch, and I am not going to mess that up because it's important. I like to give people um, the opportunity to tell us exactly what they're doing, and I don't want to mess up what they work so hard for. So, Stacy, can you please, please, please tell us what all the work that you're doing? First of all, before we get there, how are you? I am great. Thank you. I thank you for having me. I love, I have to tell you guys, I love the mother-daughter uh, dynamic here, you know, as a woman of color, you know, and, um, our company is a family-based company as well. My niece works with me. So we get the Stacy in the meeting and I'm like, no, I'm <laughs> Stacy. Don't, <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. But she tries it. So <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's just a thing we like to do to flex. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see. Cause she flexes with me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I want to say something too. I want to make sure we all, this is a part we did not mention about Stacey. Stacey is a scientist. Mm-hmm. Now, how many black scientists do you know? Not too many, but we need to know more. Exactly. Here, let's put another layer on that. How many black girls do you know from the hood? See, that see, that, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, that's you, the one. <laughs> that's the one right there. So she looks, Went so to an looks. agricultural high school and turned into a plant scientist. Honestly. <laughs> Did you go to CVS? 
No, I went to the Chicago High School for Ag Sciences. It's uh oh, Chaz. Chaz, yes, yes. Yeah, one of my one of my good friends went to Chaz. Okay, yeah. I so, went so, there so, so, open. So Stacy is a that. brainiac. She, you are you a brainiac, Stacey? I am a rocket scientist. You're a rocket scientist. Are you a nerd too? But you're not a nerd. You sound like you not got it going lot. on. I am a girl from the hood. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I say you take the girl out of the hood, but you can't take the hood out of the girl. And but you don't need to. See, 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 all the women out there that are listening to this and all the young girls that are listening to this and the mothers that are listening to this, you see, this is someone that you can look up to because what Stacey is, is an example of is showing that wherever you came from, doesn't have to define you. You can come out of that and be, I like the combination. I like the combination of Stacey being from the hood. She could be a scientist. She probably could walk into a room and be whatever she wants to be. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Mm-hmm. I love it. Agree. Agree. Okay. All right. Okay. Stacey, tell us more about your work. Okay. So Sweet Potato Patch. Um, I Sweet Potato Patch Chicago was created because of the food desert situation. I grew up in a food desert. I grew up uh, in Roseland in the wild hundreds. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. My mom is calling me now, guys. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. I, mean, I told you I had a podcast interview. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. We real on this podcast, aren't we, Keila? Right. We, hear, mm-hmm. we hear the dogs barking. They hear everything I, going I, on. I calls too, but she's just probably calling the chicken. Um, but no, I started it because, um, when I was growing up, we had little mom and pop grocery stores in Roseland that we went to and there was like a high low and then Jewel Osco Grand Bazaar came on 115th at some point when I was growing Mm -hmm. up. But I mean, the issues that we had back then with stores not having really good produce, overcrowding, understaffed, long mm-hmm. lines were the same issues, you know, the same issues that we have are having now are the same issues that we had then. So my mom would put us in the, in a car and she would drive us all the way out to Homewood to have to to go grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. And she would make a day of it. She would have my sister and I uh, create a grocery list you know, and put the dairy and the produce and, you know, she would have us do that, but we would go uh, to the movies and she would take us to lunch. And when I started Sweet Potato Patch, I said, Ma, why did you do that? And she was like, well, there weren't many opportunities to really shop for good stuff, you know, mm-hmm. um, in our neighborhood, but also she wanted to expose us to more than what was in our neighborhood. And I'm like, so it's kind of twofold, you know, it's like we can't shop for food, but we also can't do other fun things, you know, as a family. And so that experience always made me think, why is it we have to drive 45, 50 minutes away to go to Orland or Mm -hmm. to Tenley Park, Mm -hmm. you know, and when I go to a neighbor, a a grocery store on Stony Island or on, you know, on 71st or 75th or whatever, I can't find what I need. Or if I even go to get yogurt from Jewel, I'm just going to put it out there, Mm -hmm. you know, have a flash sale and I look at the date it's going bad tomorrow, you know, and I'm like, this is, this is not right. And then the final straw for me was that for years, I was trying to enter my zip code to see if we could get Peapod delivered to my house. 
Uh-oh. Years. Uh-oh. <laughs> For years. They didn't. And so in 2017, I finally entered <laughs> my zip code and they did. And then when I saw the selection of stuff that they had, I'm like, this is not culturally re- relevant to me. Mm-hmm. And what I also saw was that I lived in Gurney, near Gurney Mills for a while. I saw the trucks up there. I saw plenty of grocery stores. And then my sister moved to Northwest Indiana and I saw the trucks out there. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, how, are we, how, how are we going from uh, Gurney Mills to Northwest <laughs> Indiana and we missed the hood? So I'm like, well, what if we created a business model similar to this mm-hmm. that's for us and by us? What I if it. I connect with the farmers I used to work with for Monsanto? I'm going to keep it real here because I was a black scientist. They had the black scientists working with the black farmers. Of course. Okay. Then, you know, back then. Silver, silver or, lining, though. Silver lining. Yeah. Back then, I'm like, these, you know, I'm thinking like, <laughs> really? <laughs> like, how ironic is that? Right. But because I came up with this, I could easily get on the phone. And tell somebody what I'm doing. And a farmer says to me, this is a godsend. I'm like, why? Well, because we try to sell our stuff. And I'm speaking in my farmer voice. We try to sell our uh, produce to the big grocery stores. And they keep raising the bar for us. Mm. We don't have this certification. We don't have that certification. And what happens is those farmers have to throw away tons of food. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're throwing away food and we don't have access to food? There is a problem. Yeah. Right? So Sweet Potato Patch became the missing cog, missing piece or the missing cog. And so the hope is that wherever we go, not only here in Chicago, our goal is to reach out to every food desert, that we create an ecosystem where we have black and brown farmers growing we process the food, we distribute the food, and it's going back into our communities. Not to say that anybody else can't order what we make. This is for everybody. But because in African-American communities, predominantly, Mm -hmm. we have been given the short end of the stick when it comes to these big box grocery stores being in our community. And we feel like when a Mariano lands on 35th Street, or 39. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's such a great thing. I'm like, yeah, but that Mariano's is serving people in Bronzeville, Hyde Park, uh, Kenwood. Yep. Child, I'm getting ready to get on my yep. soapbox. Girl, exactly. you, you firing us up over here. You firing yep. us up. <laughs> I can't help it. But we're supposed to be happy with that. Yeah, and the close next closest store now from thirty from the 39th and thirty fifth street, the next big grocery store is on seventy fifth and Stony. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to go in there. And then they sprinkle in a little bit of a Whole Foods, but how can you afford that? And right. then still get the rest of your food, right? Exactly. So I created the sweet potato patch model. Because I felt like we were getting the short end of the stick. And then to go a little bit deeper, not only were we getting the short end of the stick, meaning we have to drive 45 minutes away. Now, what about the people that don't have cars? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And how does that affect the rest of the community? Okay. How does it affect our community? 
there's dialysis centers everywhere. Why are there Thank dialysis you. centers everywhere? Ooh, baby, you getting on because the soapbox. They got oh, diabetes. Why do people in our hood have diabetes? Because there's no access to healthy food. Why are people dying from heart attacks and 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 when moms dying from preeclampsia or the babies are miscarrying and things like that? Because there's not access to healthy food. So when you layer the maps, if you look at a food desert map. If you look at a diabetes map, if you look at a heart disease map, if you look at an obesity map, they're in the same exact areas where these food deserts are. Same zip codes. Mm. Oh, and I'm preach like, it, girl. Preach how it. Are we, how have we been talking about this and nobody's done anything about it? I'm a doer. Yeah, so I'm I like, love okay, it. Enough talk. Let's figure out how to put this thing together. And so I got with the black farmers that I knew and they started talking. And so we created a business model. So that we get their food, we get what they grow, we bring it up here, we put it in the form of a produce box. Those produce boxes are now being flexed into a meal kit like your HelloFresh, or, or we make it into a heat and serve meal. But they're all culturally sensitive. So Latinx people and African-American people don't have to eat these meals that look weird to us. You know, mm-hmm. when we're going on whatever other, you know, meal prep company, we're like, okay, what is it? Well, I guess we can try it because it's all we get. Right, <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> I, I guess I'll eat this, whatever this is. You know what I mean? But now you can go to a sweet potato patch and you can get smothered chicken and succotash and collard greens Come on, that sounds heavy cool. in salt, but heavy in herbs. And cooked with love by our own people for us. Good Southern cuisine. Exactly. Love it. That is potato (laughs) patch in a nutshell. And we are so excited to be out here. And uh, my COO, he said this this morning. He said, God loves a cheerful giver. Mm -hmm. And that is why, you know, God is showing us so much favor. And I was like, gonna quote that word i'm like Mm -hmm. because you think about giving as in giving your tithes or whatever but we're also giving to the community we're replenishing Mm -hmm. the earth this is Mm -hmm. what we're doing this is giving back it doesn't have to be through a collection plate but this is how we're giving back and these meals are affordable and we deliver them directly to your front door Wow. This Andretta. is Stacy is speaking our language, ain't she? <laughs> Stacy, and you know, I wanted to partner actually when Stacy and I were talking, we were talking about partnering up. Remember, Stacy? We were saying that we wanted to include these meals uh as part of the Brown Women Wellness, because all of us are on the same mission. This is like um we are following the same path, you know. Um you are preaching the same thing. The reason we started this podcast, the reason we started Brown Women Wellness mm-hmm. is to do exactly what you're saying. We wanted to get that information out there, show people that everywhere, brown women, brown families, everywhere, that we do not have to suffer. We can have some of the same things that everyone else have. We just need mm-hmm. to know where to go get it. And Stacy is bringing it right to your door. I mean, she's bringing it right to your front door. There is no reason to reach for those flaming hots. Well, <laughs> I have to say that. <laughs> here's another ding, ding, ding moment for all of us that do have cars and don't have to get on public transportation. We don't have to drive 45 minutes away. That's unfair. 
And we've been so conditioned to that. Like I said, my mom used to do that when we were kids. So it's like, oh, it's not a big deal. I just get in my car and drive out to Homewood. But it is a big deal. You should never be driving to Roseland to Homewood. Like, and and they're still doing it right now today. We can't go. We're going right now. My college roommate was helping me on the marketing for this in the beginning. And she says, well, you know, I, I, you know, I don't have to go far for a grocery store. She lived in Matson, right? Mm. She had to drive to Frankfurt to get mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly no and different. The, and, and the thing is, there is no uh. Well, they just put that piece. They just put a Matson. Matson didn't even Matson have a grocery store. Have a grocery store. Hello? Hello? for years. No, Hello? and Matson is supposed to be affluent for African Americans. Quote African American. Quote unquote. They still have to drive all the way out to Frankfurt mm-hmm. to get to that jewel. So, so I want. I, I want. I want to clarify something for our listeners because we're talking local here. We're in the Chicagoland area. A lot of the addresses and what you're hearing is in Chicagoland, but I'm going to tell you something. I want you to close your eyes if you're listening and you live in an area just like what we just described. Mm -hmm. If you live in an area that is primarily African-American, you got a food desert there. Yeah, I can you know promise what we're you. talking about. And you know where we're Madison talking about. Wherever you are, and you'll 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 know exactly what we're talking about. And it's unfortunate. It really is. But the, the thing that I like that you said, Stacey, is that you're a doer. And see, one thing about us as a culture, we can get wrapped up in, you know, waxing philosophical, as they used to say, about mm-hmm. all the things that we should be doing, that we're not doing, yada, yada, yada. But what's the solution? See, I like a solution-based yes. person. I like like solutions to be executed. Even so with my staff, yeah. even with my staff, when they come to me with, oh, this isn't right, this what's your solution? Yeah. I don't want to hear the complaints. What's yeah. your solution? What's how the solution? Yep, that's, yep. And that's how I roll. How do you fix it? What's the solution? You know, one thing we, we prided ourselves on, our solution was this. Okay, so you have pre-diabetes and or diabetes. Okay, so you have gut inflammation. So you have X, Y, Z. Well, if you drink the tea, Well, if you do X, Y, Z, there's the solution right there. So I like that you've made it very simple and very easy to solve a problem. Listen, you don't have a car. Okay, we'll deliver it to you. You don't like what they serve with HelloFresh. Well, nobody really does, to be quite honest with you, unless <laughs> you are of a lighter complexion that's not black. So, you know, what, do you want to eat food that's good? That's what we believe in, eating food that's good, but also stuff that we like. So Sweet Potato Patch, it, it hit a nerve. That hits a nerve. Tell me where people can go to access this or what do they need to do to access this? So we're delivery only. Uh, I, we've got a lot of calls. Can I pick it up? No. The The goal is for you to place an order online so that we can de- deliver directly to your home. Mm-hmm. Right now we're in the Chicagoland area, but we are looking for solutions to ship to other okay. states in the state. We work in Chicago. We work in we work in St. Louis and East St. Louis. So for mm-hmm. our, our listening listeners there, we're there. We're in Northwest Indiana, but we are looking for solutions to be able to ship because the food is so good. Oh, <laughs> so everybody so wants to watch the ships because I'll need to go. I'm in Houston. I was just getting ready food. to say to our listeners out there, if there is, if you're listening to this episode and you can help Stacy get this food yeah. to your area. We're going to post a link in our show notes on how to reach Stacy, mm-hmm. right, Stacy? We're right. going to also have in our show notes how to reach Stacy via her website. We'll have it all there. But, but, but before but we do that, yeah, uh, www.sweetpotatopatch.life. 
you know, dot life. It's yeah. sweet potato patch dot life. Not dot com, you guys. Dot, dot life. life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Keila, you had something to say. No, I, I was gonna say that. Like I we'll have it in the show notes, but um I wanted them to have direct to hear where they can reach her because here's the thing. Um what I love about this, I'm, I I love this because the thing about it is that you have so many, like, you know, back in the day when I was growing up, you would have, oh, you go to so-and-so house and pick up the plate. You know, they selling plates, you know, whether it's in front of the church, whether, you know, you got the, the candy lady that sell plates with the candy and everything else, right? I grew up in Gary. So we're used to this. But what I love that Stacy is doing is she's making the meals accessible and tasty with all of the things we love, but with the health in mind. Sort of like our swap list, right? Yes. We need this type of stuff wherever. Listen, I'm an advocate for this. If if y'all know an angel investor, if y'all know somebody that can make this work because we need it, we need an alternative to the hello freshes of the world. Honestly. And see, and what I love about it is the fact that it's coming from farm to table. And yes. you know what I you know I'm a farm to table girl. So yes. coming straight from the farm and straight to your table, we know the food is good and fresh because I posted something on social media not too long ago on our Facebook group, and I don't know how many people saw this, but it was some uh chicken. It was some chicken that, you know how you go in the grocery store sometimes and you see the chicken in the packs and you see all the red dots all over the chicken? Mm -hmm. Those red dots that's on that chicken, you guys, is lice. They They had that in Walmart. And guess what Walmart store it was in? Of course. Of course. Mm -hmm. So my point is we don't have to, we don't have to buy that stuff. No. We don't. But, you, but you know what I like? So, Stacey, let me ask you this. From all of the 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 exposure that you've had throughout your life, and especially with your career, what would be some of the things that you would say to a person who has no knowledge of eating better? What would give them like maybe two or maybe three tips to eating better in their area? Oh, that's a difficult one because that, I mean, it, that's so diff. And the reason I say that it's difficult because even the municipalities, what they're trying to do to fudge food desert numbers mm-hmm. is saying that a gas station or a Dollar Tree that's selling groceries is a full service grocery store, Right. Wow. And so that that justifies not bringing another big grocery store in, because if a gas station is selling a couple of on, you see no 7-Elevens, mm-hmm. or the 7-Elevens in the neighborhood. They're calling that a grocery store. Mm-hmm. They sell two bananas and they sell a gallon of milk. Shame the devil. That is considered a grocery store. So it's hard. It is hard. And I guess what the advice that I can give is seek out outlets even if it's a food pantry, you know, even, okay, if you're not in Chicago and you can't get the sweet potato patch right this second, you know, if there's some type of food pantry where you can get fresh produce, you know, and you can cook that for yourself or, cause like I said, everybody doesn't have a car. So it's hard for people to get up, get around, but the fresher you eat, the better. And I'm going to break this down even more 
So one of the reasons that African-American people that live in food deserts have higher levels of heart disease and diabetes is because what's happening is when you're eating these fried foods and all of this poisonous uh, fast food stuff that they have in our neighborhoods, right? And I'm saying that specifically because when you can go to different neighborhoods and eat something like roti or or mm-hmm. just salad, that's better mm-hmm. for Right. But again, there's no access to that in our neighborhoods. You get sharks, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know, all of those places and no shade to them because, I mean, they're trying to feed as best as they possibly can. But what happens when you eat like that? That is another le- level of what we call oxidative stress. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And when you have this oxidative stress, what mm-hmm. it does on a cellular level is at the telomeres on your chromosomes, okay? Mm. Telomeres on a chromosome, if you don't have the background in science, what a telomere is, it is a ca- it captures chromosome. Your chromosome carries your DNA. So if those caps are shortening and being eaten away by oxidative stress, then guess what? It's affecting your DNA. How does it affect your DNA? It, it what's the word I want to use? It makes you age faster. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you're aging faster, then that means you're more susceptible to diseases that a white person at age 95 would have, whereas a black person has it at age 25. Because mm-hmm. you eat flaming hot. So you're eating all this stuff that's bad for your cells. Right. And so that's what happens when you're eating a bunch of junk food and things like that. But I know it's hard because that's what you find. Yeah. You know, I'm going to take that one step further, if you don't mind. Sure. It's a generational thing, too. When they when we do eat like that, we are passing this down to the next generation because genetics play a huge role in your health. So what you're saying, Stacey, is if they're eating these things and they're changing their chromosomes and now they're going to have a baby, they're going to pass this same behavior down to the next person. Check this out. I'm going to take it even deeper because, as you know, we work with pregnant moms, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a lot of Black women suffer from preeclampsia or gestational diabetes, which mm-hmm. is the complication of pregnancy. We actually had a mom who entered our program a little bit late. She entered in like in her third trimester and she was diagnosed with pre-eclampsia or at that point eclampsia the baby was born but the baby was born with a heart condition so they had to do surgery right away and the baby did not make it that happens a lot in Mm. our community and nobody says anything and guess what these young women go to their doctors and say i'm having a lot of headaches back to back to back and these doctors are telling them to take some ibuprofen that's oh oh my god oh my god that that is a symptom you're hitting a nerve you're hitting a nerve stacy we might have a part two. Oh, oh, we're going <laughs> to sure I, have a part listen, two. Listen, we can go on and on and on because you are talking our no, language yeah. here. And, 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 and see, this uh, is why we found Brown right? and Wellness. This, yes. is, this is why we're passionate about what we do. And I can tell, Stacey, even in your tone and demeanor, you're not playing around and you're mm-hmm. passionate about the knowledge and about getting the solution out to the people for the sake of time, right? Mm-hmm. What I want to know from you is what I want to know a lot, but what I want to know <laughs> simply is where do you where do you want wh- where do you want to see Sweet Potato Patch go, and what do you want to do moving forward? You know, with 
all of your work and all your knowledge, where do you see your, your passions taking you? That is loaded. I know. (laughs) Well, so when I started this, I didn't know where I wanted it to go. I just knew I wanted to help people in our community have easier and equal access to healthy food. But then when we got down to the science in it, I created a brand, our, our heat and serve meals and the meal kits that we'll be launching soon. That brand is called Cellfix, C-E-L capital F small X, because we consider ourselves a foodaceutical company. We're working with management companies now. I've already put in the application. Uh, I know that's come right. On, come on. <laughs> come on with it, Brown. We're not sister. talking to nobody that doesn't know what they're doing. <laughs> exactly. Listen, I went to the Joseph School of Business. I'm about to plug them. Sorry. The Joseph <laughs> Business School. It was founded by Dr. Bill Winston. Love um, that. And I, I know he I, had a, a school. Yes, ma'am. I graduated from University of Illinois. I pursued a master's degree at Washington University, but none of, I even went to Chicago High School for Agricultural Sciences, but I had no better educational experience than going to the Joseph Business School. That's a part of Bill Winston Ministries. They have online classes as well. That would be the best education that you ever would get. So, of course, I know that I need to trans trademark that name. Yes, ma'am. I know that's right. Look, I had to say, I was like, wait a minute. Don't say that out loud. (laughs) That is already in application mode. So, so, um, I didn't know we would go there. I didn't know we would go to pharmaceutical cell FX cell fix, right? But it's capital F small X as RX because we're mm-hmm. using food as a way. I love to it. Fix cells, right? Mm-hmm. Cell, mm-hmm. Fix mm-hmm. I got it. I um, get it. And so we have been contracting with managed care organizations like Blue Cross Blue Shield is in, and they're they're all over it, right? And uh, Centene, who does youth care here in the city of Chicago, they do Illini care. We're working with uh, county county care here in Cook County, but we're working with these mm. other national companies because they see this as a benefit to their Medicaid and Medi- Medicare mm. members. This is a benefit, right? Home delivered meals. Mm-hmm. So, so what happens is for a managed care organization, it's cheaper to push healthy foods versus paying uh, millions and millions of dollars you think? Like, you think? You think? Yeah. The managed care companies get that. They're like, if we can pay you a hundred thousand dollars to treat some, to get some meals to some moms, then here I'll give you a, a, a stat: for one mom to be treated for preeclampsia costs a million dollar in healthcare costs. What? Right. So if we can feed one mom throughout her pregnancy for less than a hundred thousand dollars per mom throughout their whole pregnancy, that's how much money they save. So the oh. managed care companies get it. And so our goal is to do this on a national basis. We're actually doing that uh, through the managed care companies, but we also want to get to a subscription-based uh, program so people can order their meals on a weekly basis. But we're, our goal is to do this nationally. And so we have some people that, organizations that are interested in investors investing in us. But um, yeah, I yeah we, we just want to help everybody. <laughs> Listen, you're already doing it by, by planting the seeds, by creating the solutions, by taking this thing to the next level, you know, 
it's it's all God ordained stuff like mm-hmm. this. You know what I mean? And when you think you got one little thing and it just starts to blossom, that's how you know. That's how you know. Um, Stacey, I, I cannot I cannot express how beneficial this is. I want to say thank you. I haven't even had sweet potato patch, but what you're doing is already, it's such a need. It's such a need. And the education behind it, the the science of it, is it's like you don't get that a lot. You know, we all can say, oh, well, we need these things. But when you have an actual scientist telling you, check this out, what you need to be doing is X, Y, Z, because one, two, three is not working. You can't refute that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so I, I, I am all the way here for this and I wish you nothing but success and we will be partnering uh, very soon. Yeah, I saw saw this coming. (laughs) I saw this coming. I said this collaboration, this would be an awesome collaboration, you know, between what, because we both have and share the same mission. Yeah. Um, We have one last segment we do before we wrap this up. We call it the honesty moment of the week, Stacey. And what we do is we ask you to share an honest moment in terms of personally, what may have happened to you this week uh, with our audience, you know, so they can get the human side of what's going on with you. So, uh, and we usually share our own honesty moments as well. So Akila, oh, I'll start with myself and then we're going to wrap this up. So my honesty moment of the week is I had a really rough week. Uh, (laughs) uh, We are really, um, everything went from zero to a hundred. Uh, in terms of my first job. And uh, I'm also working in school. Uh, You guys know that I'm finishing up functional nutrition uh, school. And uh, I have been, I had to sit down today, yesterday, and just take a moment. And I had to really go into my meditative moment because I realized that I was, that oxidative stress that uh, Stacey was talking about, I could feel it taking over. But I learned my breathing techniques. I went into my breathing techniques. I was able to have an aha moment and I brought myself right back. So that's my honest moment of the week. Um, I'll say, oh man, Uh, it's been a good week. It's been a very, um, you ever like pay attention to things that you normally don't pay attention to while you're like doing life? I know that that doesn't sound right, but does that make sense? Like, I just feel like I've been observing myself throughout this week. I don't know why, but it's just been a very interesting kind of week for me. It's been a good week, but I'm I'm really I'm really happy with the progress of my life and what I'm doing. I had to take a step back from a couple of things to focus on some things. And by doing that, it just kind of affirmed to me that everything that I've been doing, all of the ups and downs, all of the trajectory has been for the, I'm on the right track. I'm on the right track. And I'm very, very appreciative of of where I am and what I know and who I am. And so I've just been very thankful this week, really. Um, And that's, that's just kind of been my, my vibe this week. Stacey, what about you? So mine is a little bit different. Um, um, this week of honesty had a lot to do with me being transparent to help somebody usher in their dream. Um, and it was a person that 
was kind of up there in age, but I'm like, you know, you can't let age stop. You can't let any, anything stop you when you're pursuing your dream. And I had to tell her, I'm like, this is something you don't know about me. But when I was about to graduate from high school, I was in the car accident mm. um, that killed my best friend. Mm. We were by a drunk driver on our way to a party. Uh, my parents went to the hospital thinking they didn't know if I was dead or alive. They mm. got there. They told my parents that I wouldn't live through the night. Mm. And then when I did, they told my parents I would need tens of thousands of dollars in plastic surgery. And then when I didn't, they also told my parents that I would never be over a C or D student. Okay. Wow. So wow. I told her, I'm like, listen, I have written a book. Come I on. have been a scientist and I have started my own business. Come there on. is nothing that can stop you from doing what you can do except for you. Okay? Mm. Come on with the testimony. I'm like, we have, God's grace is sufficient. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. And the word of God says that we wake up to brand new mercies on a daily basis. And I could, I didn't even know I had any form of brain damage or anything back then. I didn't know I have post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm -hmm. But look at where, how far God has brought me. Look at God. Right. And so there's nothing impossible. There's nothing that's impossible. Mm. And I'll, I'll leave us with this, you know, greater is he that is within me than mm -hmm. he that is in the world. And through all, through God, all things are possible, you know, and that was my honesty moment this week was just kind of sharing with her. That such an inspiration, you know? such an inspiration, Stacey, you've been such an inspiration. We were so glad to have you today Yay. and we were uh, we're going to have you back because we got yep. so much more we could talk about. Like we got a whole lot of things. To we got a whole lot to do, right? <laughs> so we're going to wrap this up and uh, we'll see you guys on the next episode. Thank you for listening to Well Honestly, the podcast. If you want to know more about us and our products, check us out over on our website at brownwomenwellness.com. And remember, ladies, we are not doctors and any information shared by us is not medical advice. Always follow your doctor's advice. And don't forget to rate and review our podcast and let us know what you loved about this week's episode. And please subscribe to wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Feel free to email us and let us know what you would like to hear more of from us. Don't be afraid to say hi. We'll say hi right back to you. Don't forget to find us across all social platforms at Brown Women Wellness. As always, show notes with links to what we talked about today in this week's episode will be in the description box below. Thanks for listening.